You're listening to Talk Amongst Friends with your hosts, Kayleen and Carrie. We'll be talking about subjects that actually affect the common people. Yes, we are the common people. We are not stars. We are not getting paid for this. We're doing this for fun. So come join us. Hello, everyone. This is one half of Talk Amongst Friends. Kayleen here. Since it's 3.57 in the morning and Carrie is obviously fast asleep, I will be doing this first segment on my own. So one of the things I wanted to talk about is loyalty, ethics, and morals, right? So I'm going to give you the definitions of all three so that we can have an understanding before I get into these, to this subject and explain to you what it is that I'm going to talk to you about. Loyalty a strong feeling of support or allegiance, ethics, moral principles that govern a person's behavior or the conducting of an activity, morals, a lesson, especially one conveying what is right or prudent, a person's standards of behavior or beliefs concerning what is and is not acceptable for them to do. All right, so let's just dive in. This is going to be um, very personal for me, and and probably most of everything that we're going to talk about is probably going to be personal um, to the people that are on this podcast in the future. But I wanted to talk specifically about this subject because this is something I've been grappling with for about a year and a half. First of all, so that you can get an understanding of what I'm talking about, I need to give you a little history here. So I'm going to start with what I do for a living. So what I do for a living is called a dispatch support specialist. I work for 911. So my role is to support the dispatcher. The dispatcher actually dispatches the police to scenes or to places that they are needed. So for example, Let's just say there is a uh, lost party with dementia who has gone missing. Our job and on our end is to send someone out to speak to the people that are reporting the missing person. But not only that, we're doing other things behind the scenes. So our dispatcher is dispatching police to this call. But in the background, we're doing other things. So for example, we would be contacting other dirt jurisdictions that are around our area to give them the information on this missing person, date of name, date of birth, description, things like that, so that they can actually, you know, follow out this information to their officers in case somebody just happens to drive by this person or has information on them. Um, in the background, I may be the person calling these other jurisdictions. I may be the person sending out a message, uh, possibly statewide um, in reference to this missing person, things like that. We call taxis. We call um, bus, bus dispatch, you know, to let them know and let their drivers know. So things like that. So last summer, I'm working a call with a dispatcher and it happens to be a shooting. It's about 20 minutes before I get off of my shift and we're working this shooting. So something comes across my screen that 
makes me realize that the shooter is possibly a family member of mine. Mind you, I'm doing all the things in the background that I'm supposed to do that I have been asked to do by this dispatcher. While this whole time I'm wondering if this is indeed a family member that has shot someone like I think it is. So I couldn't solidify it. I couldn't guarantee that this was my family member. So we trade off because it's, it's shift change and someone else takes over the call on both ends, the dispatcher, new dispatcher, new dispatcher support specialist. So I leave. I go out to my car in the parking lot after punching out and I decide I'm going to call another family member. So I'm talking to this family member and I tell them, hey, I think so-and-so may have just shot someone. And this family member is like, no way. I'm like, yeah, it's very possible, but I'm not sure. So this person says, all of a sudden in the conversation, they're like, oh shit. And I'm like, what? They're like, this person just pulled up. Let me go out there and talk to them. I'm going to leave you on the phone. So they leave me on the phone when they go out there and they talk, they proceed to talk to this person. And all of a sudden I hear someone say, oh shit, the girl that gives you all those pills. So basically at that point in time, I'm, I'm stressing out because I'm pretty sure positive that she's going to tell me that, yeah, he did indeed shoot someone. So she comes back in the house. She gets on the phone with me and she says, auntie, yes, he did shoot somebody. He shot some chick in the leg. First of all, I didn't tell her any details of the person being shot in the leg or anything like that. So I knew it was true and I knew it was my family member and I knew who it was and I knew where they were. So I'm upset. I let her go. I'm hysterical. I now know who they are, where they are. I'm hysterical at this point because I know my nephew is probably going to go to jail for a very long time at this point. And the person didn't die, thankfully, but they could have. And at this point, I've, I've left work. I'm probably about maybe, I don't know, a minute away. And I had to call my partner because I knew what I needed to do, but I needed somebody to push me and tell me that that's what I needed to do. I knew that I needed to do the right thing. I knew that I needed to turn around. I knew that I needed to go back in there. I needed to say who it was, where they were, et cetera. So I call my partner. She reminds me, you know, I'm hysterical. She reminds me, listen, he had a gun. He shot somebody. And I'm like, but that is my nephew. She's like, but he had a gun and he shot someone. And I'm like, yes, you're right. So I just need that extra push. I mean, I knew what I was going to do the whole time, but I needed to hear somebody else solidify my thinking. And, uh, I contacted my boss and said, Hey, that shooting that just dropped. I think I know who the shooter is. I think it's my nephew. My boss is like, how do you know this? I said, I just know. Where are you? Stop. We'll come to you. I said, no, I'm right down the street. I'm going to turn around. I'm going to come back into the, the job. So at this point I go back into the job. I go into her office. I tell her what I know. And the whole time I'm telling her this, I'm, I'm hysterical. I'm hysterical because this is my family member. This is my flesh and blood. This is somebody that I care about immensely. And I told her that this is how I know. She's like, you have to talk to the sergeant. So I, I had to tell the sergeant the same story that I just told her. And uh, 
one of the things, my biggest concern at this point was the house that he was at. There were small children in that house and I needed to make sure that if I gave them this address, that they were indeed not going to swat this house because I was more worried about the, the children in that house than anybody else at this point. They're small children. They could easily be traumatized. And one of my worries was, what if it becomes a barricade? And I just couldn't have that because, um, you know, my nephew was on drugs, not in his right mind, obviously not thinking straight. And um, they guaranteed me that everything would be okay. And I gave them the address and I waited, I waited. And I ended up talking to a detective as well after they arrested him. So what happened was they contacted the jurisdiction that he was in. They let them know we were going to, to be there, that they were going to be there. And I say we, because I work with them. So it ends up being we all the time. And um, they waited until he left that house, which I am completely and totally thankful for because they could have swatted that house. They could have showed up at that house and that house could have turned into what we call a barricade where they barricade themselves inside and hold everybody hostage. We, we couldn't have that happen. We don't know if that was even going to happen, but I didn't want that to happen. So they ended up chasing him down. They ended up arresting him. So in the next couple of days, as time passes by, my family finds out about my involvement in this. Um, the fact that I gave the address up, that I gave him up, that I confirmed his name, that I confirmed where he was at. And my family becomes pretty angry with me and um, nobody wants to talk to me. Everybody's pissed off because they think I'm disloyal, that I should have protected him instead. I should have never said anything, that I should have just let it go. However, with my job and working with 911, he committed a crime. I don't care what kind of crime it was. It doesn't matter. He committed a crime. It might have been a different story if it was self-defense and it was like force being used, right? But it wasn't. It was a story of someone said something to him, he got pissed and he just shot him. So to me, that loyalty goes out the door once you do something that is completely beyond the behavior that I can accept, um, that is against my own standards of behavior and my own beliefs of what is right and what is wrong. To me, that's wrong. And I don't think it would have mattered if it was my own mother, if it was a friend. I would have still given them the same information if I had access to that information. Um, I stick by my choice and what I did. I think it's the right thing to do. However, most of my family doesn't think it's the right thing. And so what happened was there was no Christmas celebration. There was no Thanksgiving celebration that year, which was in 2019, at least not with us. Everybody did their own thing. I guess my family was at my sister's house. Everybody celebrated there. Why my mom, my partner and our kid, we celebrated our own 
And it was awkward to have Thanksgiving without a family, without a big family, because I have a monstrous family, 32 nieces and nephews plus. And um, we had Christmas without my family. So that was awkward. Um, only one of my nieces supported me through all this and um, stands by me and believes that I did the right thing. Even my sisters were pissed off at me. Um, and I had really close relationships, a relationship with one of my sisters who also felt that I did the right thing. That, I mean, also felt that I did the wrong thing. And uh, we are no longer, no longer close. Um, do I love my sisters? Yes, Abs absolutely. They're my sisters. However, was I upset? Absolutely. Because I feel like I did what was right. I feel like it went against every fiber in my body. And I truly believe that if loyalty becomes convoluted by supporting someone who you know did something wrong and it becomes a smokescreen to cover up their behavior, then that's a problem. That's a big problem. And I'm sorry, I will remain loyalty, loyalty, loyal to you. But if it is to cover up something that I believe is not moral, then I'm not going to help you. I'm not going to help you with that. Um, I'm just not, I'm just not going to do it. I stand by my decision. I think I did the right thing. It's part of my job. But at the same time, it's part of my morals. It's part of my character, who I am. Um, I've always believed in hard work. I think that, um, you know, I, I've worked for everything I have. And honestly, I'm not going to give up my livelihood because I knew something that was bad and I didn't say anything. That's just not going to happen. Um, so I don't know. I've been grappling with this for over a year and a half and it's, it's really affected me. It's affected me because my family believes that I did something wrong. And to me, that's not okay. And it was very hurtful for me. It, it was hurtful to deal with that. And sometimes it still is, but I'm, I'm on the back end of that now because um, had it happened today, I'd still do it again the way I did it. And I'm guess I'm curious what, what you guys all think. Would you have done the same or would you have protected your family? Um, also, probably does my job affect probably my loyalty? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it does. Um, but at the same time, you know, if I was younger, I don't know, maybe 20 years younger than I am now, I, I may have gone with the loyalty to my family. I may have not said anything and just went on about my business. But you know what? That would always be in the back of my mind. And I just, you know, as an adult, you know, an older adult, I'm not thinking about, um, you know, your livelihood when you make a decision like this. I will support you. I will back you to the max. I will help you. I will give you the shirt off my back. But when it's something like this, I mean, basically you shot someone. You could have ended a life because you were upset over some, I don't know, drug deal gone bad. That's, that's not okay in my book. And, um, I don't think it should be okay in anybody's book, but that's just my opinion. That is part of my beliefs and 
part of my standards on what is acceptable and what isn't. So I'm just curious, what's acceptable to you? What would you have done in this situation? And do you think that the family is right or the family is wrong in basically, I don't know, persecuting me for telling the truth and being honest? Anyway, this was just something I wanted to talk about amongst friends. Um, I welcome your comments, whether it's in agreement with me or not, it doesn't really matter. Um, I just want to have some adult speak. And that's basically what we're doing. We're talking amongst friends. So feel free to comment. Feel free to send me some messages. I'll talk to you about how to do that later. Um, but I'm probably going to post this on Facebook. So right now, only my Facebook friends may only be a part of this. But as we expand and we grow, um, we might put it out there for others to hear. And um, I look forward to getting some feedback from you guys. Anyway, I hope you're doing well. Stay safe. Have a good night or good morning, whichever it is for you. Talk to you soon. Later.